G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au. Well, if you have any thoughts about the value of our Christian heritage in Australia, something very interesting you'll be excited to hear about today. And that is the man who was the driving force behind the public holiday that we celebrate as Anzac Day. And Reverend Professor John Moses has written a book all about the origins. It's called Anzac Day Origins, Canon DJ Garland and Trans-Tasman Commemoration. John Moses is joining us today. Hello, John. Welcome to 2020. Uh, Thank you, Neil. John, this is an exciting thing that you've been involved in, and you're obviously a keen student of history. And uh, when you came across the details on the story of DJ Garland, Canon DJ Garland, uh, something must have leapt inside you for you to take such a great interest. Yes, that's true. Uh, I, uh, I was. Uh, uh, you've got to realise that I'm a, I'm a really old man now. <laughs> I was born in 1930, and I remember old diggers from the First World War in my hometown of Atherton, North Queensland, who uh, marched on Anzac Day when I was a a cub, about six years old. From then on, I was very interested in these gentlemen uh, who were getting on in years, and uh, all I knew them as uh, tradesmen and shop owners and farmers around the town, and uh, and then suddenly on Anzac Day, you'd see them in their suits with their army medals on, uh, and then they suddenly transformed in, from ordinary blokes in, into into very experienced uh, uh, soldiers and carried out the the orders they were given by the sergeant major, whom I remember very well, and um, uh, who was a farmer, and he. Um, he got them to march uh, as though they were back in their twenties. <laughs> it was it, looking back; it was quite a sentimental event to to remember the uh, these men. Uh, obviously, they're all gone now. But uh, I was, as I said, only a little boy in the Cubs uh, watching it. And then, as I grew up, uh, I continued to uh, march in Anzac Day ceremonies in the hometown. So, John, when we think of the history, you know, going back to Gallipoli, 1915, how long was it between uh, that very first Anzac Day, as we know it, uh, 1915, uh, to a time when we actually had a public holiday and a public commemoration of uh, our fallen diggers? Well, they organised under Canon Garland's inspiration... He was elected secretary of the first Anzac Day Commemoration Committee in Brisbane in um, in January 1916, after the Niggers had come back from uh, Gallipoli. The campaign ended, you know, started in April, as we all know, and, and through 1915, and then it ended in December, and 
then a lot of wounded came back uh, to Australia, totally in, incapacitated men, um, and whom Garland often ended up burying in the Toowong Cemetery. There are over 300 graves out there, and there are photos of him taking their funeral services. And uh, he was elected Secretary of the Anzac Day Commemoration Committee, as I said, in, in January 1916. And he, his job was to organise a committee, which he did, uh, by inviting the, the various churches to, to nominate uh, representatives, and most of those men were ex-chaplains who had overseas service, uh, Salvation Army as well. Then, uh, as well, there were RSL people on on the committee as well, but the majority were were ex-chaplains, and um, and that by that time, of course, they were all back in civilian life. And uh, Garland was given the job of organising an order of service for. Uh, celebrating the 25th of April, the date of which was actually nominated by uh, uh, one of the members of the committee who had been formerly on their recruiting committee. His name was Thomas Augustine Ryan, and not to be confused with the then Premier, whose name was also Thomas Ryan, I think. Uh, at any rate, people do mix them up. The point is that this man was an auctioneer and he had a son at Gallipoli and it was his suggestion that the 25th of April should be the day that we commemorate. And then Garland, uh, being the clergyman he was, uh, was able to work out a, an order of service which uh, took account of, of all the churches involved uh, and uh, was very ecumenical and in consultation with, with all the churches, Roman Catholic included, and uh, had the task of uh, of organising the actual ceremony on the day, the 25th of April. So for the first 10 years almost, Anzac Day was, was an ad hoc event organised by this committee. Um, they were, and they're getting the legislation in place uh, for an Australia-wide a celebration of it took, as I said, 10 years. It was not until 1930 uh, that uh, the Commonwealth and the, all the states got their act together. New Zealand got their act together almost immediately because it's a, a unitary state. There were, no, there were no other states to consider, just one government. John, how much of that original church service, uh, that original liturgy of the sacred observance of Anzac Day uh, still survives into the current way that we would celebrate or commemorate Anzac Day. Yeah, I think it does. I've I've been going to it now that I live in Canberra, uh, out at the War Memorial for the dawn service and for later, um, and uh, the structure is is pretty much the same. Uh, What Garland thought up was there should be hymns of a very broad theistic uh, content. They were not necessarily not meant to be Trinitarian hymns because he wanted Jews to be in this too. He was extremely ecumenical. And um, and then um, uh, the reading of the names of the fallen in each town and the last post, obviously the... Uh, the national anthem and an address by 
a former chaplain, uh, and uh, that that was the, uh, broadly the uh, the structure of the of the ceremony. And, and it was, as I say, it was meant for everybody to be able to participate in, even atheists, because he instituted, and this is not very well known, but it's documented, uh, the the minutes, the two-minute silence. The idea of the two-minute silence was you could pray or not pray, and if you didn't believe in a supreme being, uh, just keep a reverential silence. And uh, that's the point behind it. And uh, everyone could pray according to uh, their own lights. And, of course, uh, the other point to remember, in those days, Roman Catholics were f- forbidden to, to to join in in uh, religious services with with other denominations. And uh, and so this was a sort of let out for them as well, so that um, the... Uh, the service was, I would have, I've called it in my book, a secular requiem. Uh, it, it's commemorating the dead, uh, uh, but in, in non-religious terms. But it, you can make it personally in the religious, in a religious event if you want to. John, your book, uh, it's called Anzac Day Origins, Canon yeah. DJ Garland and Trans-Tasman Commemoration. Where can people get a hold of it? Oh, at the War Memorial, uh, it, this is the, probably the most common outlet at the moment in Canberra. The Australian War Memorial in Canberra has a big bookshop, and uh, they are the the present outlet of it. And since the book has only just been launched, it was, I was telling you about the launches in Brisbane. They had a big launch here in Canberra at uh, the chapel at Duntroon at the Royal Military College, uh, there's a big chapel out there, and uh, it was it was actually uh, launched very solemnly there, uh, and uh, that was on the eighth of eighth of November mm. last, and uh, and from then on the book has been on sale. Uh, at the Australian War Memorial uh, Bookshop. Well, John, for many of our listeners uh, listening into this conversation, uh, your book will be a fascinating read. It is called Anzac Day Origins, Canon DJ Garland and Trans-Tasman Commemoration. The Reverend Professor John Moses, and we'll talk some more about this in the lead-up to Anzac Day, but John, thanks for being with us today on 2020. My pleasure. Thank you. Like what you've just heard? There's more great podcasts. Or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au.